I don't want to tell you a story. I want to make a case. I want to make a hard-headed, evidence-based, dare I say lawyerly case for rethinking how we run our businesses. They are trying to convince you that you should act how you feel. You should show more of your feelings. If you feel this way, you should show it. If you want to cry, cry. What I'm saying is the reason they're trying to bring out emotionality in you is because of exactly what Myron said. Most of the time, you don't feel like doing the things you're supposed to do. But the true masculine frame throughout history was doing the things they didn't want to do, but they knew they had to do because they had honor and duty. That's what honor and duty means. Do you think the men on the Titanic wanted to stay on the fucking Titanic? No, we're men. We have to stay. To one group, he said, I'm going to time you to establish norms, averages for how long it typically takes someone to solve this sort of problem. To the second group, he offered rewards. He said, if you're in the top 25% of the fastest times, you get $5. If you're the fastest of everyone we're testing here today, you get $20. How much faster did this group solve the problem? Answer, it took them on average three and a half minutes longer. Three and a half minutes longer. Now this makes no sense, right? If you want people to perform better, you reward them, right? Bonuses, commissions, their own reality show, incentivize them. I do not feel like training, but I still train because I'm a disciplined individual. You don't get to go through life only doing the things you feel like doing. So this is down to you, my friend. And listen, you may be feel fired up for 10 minutes after this little talk. You're not going to feel fired up forever. You need to put systems in place. You need to get discipline. You need to get an atmosphere of people around you who are going to keep you accountable and not make it easy for you to continue to be a fucking nobody. And then you're going to fix your life. Otherwise, you're going to stay a nobody. If then rewards work really well for those sorts of tasks where there's a simple set of rules and a clear destination to go to. Rewards, by their very nature, narrow our focus, concentrate the mind. That's why they work in so many cases. And so for tasks like this, of narrowed focus, where you just see the goal right there, zoom straight ahead to it, they work really well. This is not a feeling, okay? I'm a lawyer, I don't believe in feelings. This is not a philosophy. I'm an American, I don't believe in philosophy. This is a fact. There's a mismatch between what science knows and what business does. And what worries me as we stand here in the rubble of the economic collapse is that too many organizations are making their decisions, their their, their policies about talent and people based on assumptions that are outdated, unexamined, and rooted more in folklore than in science. There's a mismatch between what science knows and what business does. And here's what science knows. One, those 20th century rewards, those motivators we think are the natural part of business, do work, but only in a surprisingly narrow band of circumstances. Two, those if-then rewards often destroy creativity. Three, the secret to high performance isn't rewards and punishments, but that unseen intrinsic drive, the drive to do things for their own sake, the drive to do things because they matter. And here's the best part. 
Here's the best part. We already know this. The science confirms what we know in our hearts. So, if we repair this mismatch between what science knows and what business does, if we bring our motivation, notions of motivation, into the 21st century, if we get past this lazy, dangerous ideology of carrots and sticks, we can strengthen our businesses, we can change the world.